I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jared. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. And here we go with episode 87, fellas. What do you say? Jerry, I say that's uh, a lot. It's a very sleepy Jim. Yeah, Jim's working graveyard right now. So we're doing a special rec- recording of this uh, episode. Which is why and, we're a, a week late. Uh, yep, but we're, we're going to adjust. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, work happens. You know, we don't we don't have it like Frank. I mean. I not know, yet. We don't. Yeah, you will. not you yet. Will. Good point. Knock on wood. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I sent you guys a video of uh, John Bon Jovi struggling to sing. And um, I've, I've done a little reading on it. He, he's been sick and then he got better. But this has been going on for pretty much the whole tour. And um, at what point do you pull the plug? Uh, would you pay to see that uh, show? I have not seen the video. That's a where, where did you send yeah. it? Did you send it on? It's in Messenger. It couple, you got it in Messenger. A couple days ago. A couple days ago. Last night. I, maybe. I missed that. Yeah, I think it was now last I'm night. sad. Uh, you'll be even sadder when you listen to it. It's yeah. um, uh, he's doing almost an Eddie Vedder. Uh, you, it's just mumbling and trying to sing uh, uh, the ballad. And it's, what was it's it living bad. on a prayer or what? Was uh, the cowboy it's... one. Yeah, the, the <coughs> cowboy one. Oh wait, no. you know what? I did I see that? Hold on a second. I... Um, I'm. Uh... Oh, there it is. Uh, no, I did not see it. Oh, watch it later. And, I will. Uh, it's it's, you know, he's always. I thought he's always had a really good voice, but it, it catches up with everybody. Yeah, of course. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna go lip sync like. Uh, oh, that <laughs> that message before Frank Ward. The guy didn't even care. He just turned around, and started jamming with the drummer, and it's yeah. His vocals, vocals are, going are the other still way. going on, and he's <laughs> yeah. standing at the back he of the stage. The, yeah. and that's I, an up, I don't know that band, but that's um, an up and coming band, and. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, going to promote sure that. how far they're going to come up after that. I think, no. I think it was, uh, was it like at the Troubadour or something like a that? Whiskey. The, yeah. No, whiskey. whiskey. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the comment I made, Jim, is that how can, how can you pull that move at such a small venue stadium? I can kind of see it where right. your first row of people are 50 feet away from you. But he, he came is- back afterwards and tried to make some kind of excuse about, I don't we know, meant it's to just do an that. underlying yeah. track or this yeah. or that, but it, it, yeah. let, it was definitely oh, the lead no, vocal a, track. Yeah. No, yeah. He said everybody yeah. uses uh, backing tracks and whatnot, yeah. but yeah, uh, you're yeah. exactly right. It was obvious. It yeah. was his vocal it was track. Hideous. Yeah. Uh, could have been the whole band playing for all we know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it sounded <laughs> yeah. live. We don't know. Yeah. yeah, it did. Until he turned around and the song, the, the vocals kept going and he wasn't nowhere near the mic. I thought maybe yeah. he was doing a smoke screen for Paul Stanley. So they get the people off his ass, you know, I wish, uh, I wish we would have had that technology back when I was playing. We Tell would me about it. So great. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had the sharpest background vocals you'd ever heard. Right. <laughs> Just Chris. Well, I know when I saw Van Halen with uh, Wolfie playing bass, Michael Anthony never sounded better on those backing vocals. That's what I hear. So. <laughs> oh, wow. I was wondering Still using his backing tracks. I yeah. was like, wow, Wolfie does have a high voice. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> Anyways, um, kind of a special day also um, for a mail call. You've got mail. And uh, let's start with Jerry. You've got a mail call? I do, gentlemen. Oh, let's now, see it. This is... Uh, Jihad Jerry and the Evildoers. All right. AKA Gerald Casal from Devo. 
bass player, keyboard player, co-vocalist, co-founder on vinyl because I'm tired of Frank. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great looking cover. Yep. Dig There's them the shoes. Listings. Yep. Yeah. And, and oh, that's uh, nice. uh, just like the good old days, gentlemen, check this out. All the uh, lyrics. Lyrics, yes. Lyric sheets. Here, yeah. here he's paying homage to his brother uh, that passed away. <laughs> Very sweet. Now, now, are you ready for this, guys? I got this from Frank. Everybody in Conspiracy Land. Uh, Ooh. Awesome. Red, red vinyl. vinyl. You can't go red, wrong with red vinyl. Red vinyl. And, guys, I got a topper. Give me one moment. It's been so long. How do you put this back in? It's autographed. All right. Nice. How long does this not... take you to get it? Uh... Probably about a month. It was autographed, and probably about a month or three weeks. It wasn't crazy long, like my uh, president's right uh, album. Um, but it's autographed by Gerald Casal, uh, aka uh, Jihad Jerry and the Evil Doers. He says, "Mine <laughs> is not a holy war." Gerald Casal. All right, uh, nice, great, nice, and nice signature for, too. For, it is a oh, nice yeah. signature. And, and, and for the for the hosers out in uh, conspiracy land that say Jerry, but you don't have a record player, how on earth are you going to enjoy those fine tunes? <laughs> you buy it on CD. There you go. And you import it to your iTunes library and load it on your phone. Yeah, that's it. I'll be playing this tonight as soon as the show is over. I just got this today. <laughs> imported to iTunes, loaded it on my phone. So thank you, gentlemen. And Frank, I get the I get the connection. No longer did I did I receive that in the mail. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. It's available in yellow vinyl now. Ah, nice. Spoiler alert. Had they sent Jerry a download card, he would have been yeah. lost. Oh, no kidding. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is why I had to get it on CD. <laughs> well, exactly. And they even tell you, I follow him on Instagram. So he came available on Instagram. It's not iTunes. I think it's the Devo website has it. Mm -hmm. But they had a uh, vinyl, CD, and digital. And guys, if it's you're right, I mean, yeah. So just, I'll get the, well, yeah, I'll be ready for them. I'll get it on CD and import it. Good <laughs> champ, brother. All right, very nice. Well, last episode, um, Jim played the the gentle cycle for us, and um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And then, uh, not more than a couple days later, over on Paisley Stage, Raspberry and Rhyme, our buddy. Uh, Jeff and Soraya, uh, they had um, their guest was Derek from, C. I'm guessing. Der yeah, Derek from the uh, Gentle Cycle. And they happened wow. to leave a link of where to buy the album. And they, it was on, um, you guys are going to be shocked by this. They, they had it in uh, Violet, which was sold out. And then Green Vinyl was available on Bandcamp. Um, but I went through his Discogs uh, page and got it in black vinyl. There you go. And the reason I'm gonna explain why. This is this is like a psychedelic Pink Floyd-ish trippy kind of album. And I wanted it to be that kind of experience, a little bit more of a vintage feel. So I went with the black vinyl. So I don't know if there's a whole lot of sense to that or not, but that was that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I like well, that, that tells, story. That tells me the other, all the other colors were sold out. I mean, we know I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't listened to that episode yet, but I did see a picture of them. I, well, I saw a picture of Jeff holding up the vinyl. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was before they recorded the episode or after, but I, um, 
they they were i believe received complimentary albums of the uh violet color lp which is nice, nice. but yeah i got a nice little sticker too so Very cool. yeah, i always like the little extras heck yeah. yeah oh yeah absolutely but um jim let's move on to you what, what did you have for our mail call busy busy uh love, I it. Got love it new tamar burke tamar oh yes burke. that just came out yeah, yeah we featured her a few episodes back, and this is the new album, Start at the End, uh, also autographed. May all your endings have sweet beginnings tomorrow. All right. And it's, nice. that's my name. She personalized it. Hey, uh, not, not color this time around. Uh, black vinyl, but she, uh, her fir- first time doing 180 gram vinyl. So, nice. Uh, yeah, she was doing the uh, those colors with the... Um, Eco, 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 what yeah. are they, end, end vinyl? I don't know what they yeah, call eco it. Yeah, eco vinyl, which is basically scraps of other albums that have done left color. Covered. They yeah. throw it all together and make albums out of it. So, oh, yeah. Yep. Nothing goes to waste. That's right. It's no. a good deal. Thank goodness. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's move ahead. And uh, I suppose you have some new music for us this week to play. Uh, yeah, Jim and Frank. Uh, I have a band called Race the Rat out of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current album is Feel the Thunder, released March 1st. So, you know, six weeks old. Uh, the song Frank's going to spin is rock and roll dynamite. Um, Race the Rat is a hard hitting original rock and roll band based out of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, they bring a gritty band brand of hard rock to venues all over the Mid-Atlantic region. Um, Race the Rat recently welcomed Boston-based drummer Talon Black into the band. Talon brings a hard hitting rock drumming style that fits right in with Race the Rat's straight up aggressive style. Currently, Race the Rat is auditioning bassists and then plan on hitting some live stages. Uh, singer Jeff Shermer and guitarist Skins Skinsakos have already commenced writing a new album. And thank you, Skins, for getting back to us. Yep. Um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, Gonzer Rocks says about Race the Rat, every tune from start to finish gets your feet tapping and your blood pumping. Just what we needed. The best rock and roll grooves, guitars, bass, drums, and those vocals. Wow. So, from Baltimore, Race the Rat, and the song is Rock and Roll Dynamite. Hit it, Frank.
Well, 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 there's Race the Rat with Rock and Roll Dynamite. Jim, let's have your initial thoughts. Uh, I love the production on this so much. Yeah. And, and I, th- this song is so well laid out. I mean, it's just arranged beautifully. Uh, I'm, I'm, a bass line was just killing me all the way through. Oh. <laughs> I was just lost in the bass, but. Uh, everything's solid right and i mean uh the guitar playing was fantastic bass playing vocals great uh it's it doesn't it doesn't sound dated even though it's a very um it's very much in a particular genre right Mm -hmm. yeah no i i was taken back i was telling you guys while it was playing they remind me of somebody and i always do this I, i always compare something to sure. the 80s or same here yeah we're older we do that. yeah yeah but they sound great i, I love the vocalist we were saying you know there, there's really doesn't sound like there's there's no processing on those vocals there's no uh no tricks other than a good vocalist singing a strong strong song yep and uh all the way through i like the guitar riff myself i i it just it's a driving song Real, really good. it's great it's great yeah <laughs> all right well, that's uh, Race the Rat. And where can they be located, Edger? Uh, all things uh, uh, media. Uh, Instagram, Race the Rat. Um, everywhere, Facebook, racetherat.com. Uh, and again, uh, thank you to Skins Kinsakos for getting back to us on uh, guitar. And uh, Jeff Shermer on vocals and Talon Black on drums. Race the Rat out of Baltimore, Maryland. All right. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. Some of that stuff happening over there in the uh, band camp. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Good, good deal. Race the rat. Check them out. If you like yeah. that hard driving rock and roll, there you that's go. A good, that's a good tune. Yeah. All right. Last episode, we had a classic riff that uh, fooled a lot of people. Uh, and it just goes to show how many uh, songs sound alike. And uh, uh, the riff ended up being um, Out of the Night by Great White. Yeah. And Everybody, and I mean everybody, uh, got to me and said, "Hey, that's Motley Crue. Uh, that that's uh, same here. I thought yeah. I know that. You thought it was a live wire, right? Live I'm wire. Gonna get one. I'm Is that the live wire? Yeah. yeah, it's like that live wire. No, no, this that was great white. And uh, this week, I think this one's a layup, but there may be some confusion also. So uh, let's give this a listen and say ne'er a word. So, I know did you it. catch that? I know you know it. You should. Did you catch that, Absolutely. Jim? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, One I more time. It. Okay. We'll leave that at that. That is our, our riff of the episode. And uh, if you know what it is, would you go ahead and uh, let us know in the comment section? I think, should, I think it's a layup. It should be a layup. I, I thought so. Well, a song, a song around, that when yeah. I was 14 years old. I think I thought was really genius. And then I remember hearing it like a few years ago and I was thinking like, this sounds ridiculous. I been on the ridiculous side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> all right. Great. Rip. It's, it's a total rock and roll. Yep. That's sign of the times. That's one of those yeah. songs. Yeah. Was... yeah. That's it. There you go. Okay. 
I've got something for you. Now, why do we do this show, guys? We, we do this show for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, we're friends and we've been friends for a long time and we like to talk about music, right? Yep. So this band that I have for this episode, um, they are music teachers around that all work around the uh, uh, Boston area. Okay. So they get together and they play some music. And um, I want to say that there's a couple of versions because there's a recording version, I guess, and there's a live version, but the band itself is called force us to stop. And uh, the song I'm going to play is called four leaf coda. <laughs> is that not, is that not a good? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that play on words. Um, but the song itself is written by Michael Allen Screamer. And uh, he plays the vocals, keyboards, and accordion. That's right. I said accordion. A wonderful, 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 Frank. <laughs> and guitars are from uh, Tim Barnard, drums and bass by Jacob Schwartz. And then their live version of the band is Michael Skirma, or Screamer and uh, uh, Malika Fitzhugh on bass, and then Tim Barnard on guitar and Jacob Schwartz on drums. And uh, you can find them at forces to stop webstarts.com. Plus they're on Bandcamp in other areas. But again, the song I'm going to play is called four leaf coda. And it goes like this.
there's forces to stop with four leaf coda and something else <laughs> right now i'm not gonna say it i almost there's a I weird almost, little coda on the end of that song yes there was right? i wasn't gonna edit all that out so you guys start all that stuff so <laughs> thanks for that that's yeah, yeah. Right. you can edit all yeah. this out too yep so jim right. what'd you think of uh our our fine teachers from boston with uh four leaf coda You say me or Jerry? Uh, Jim. Oh, I'm sorry. I think sorry. So. Uh, I like this. Sleep and, deprivation. Uh, yeah, it was um, sleep deprivation. You're not kidding. <laughs> uh, some thoughts on this. Uh, sounds very 90s influenced to me. Kind of got that vibe. Uh, the drummer reminds me a little bit, maybe 311-ish, but... Um, listening to the drums man there were like some some great little embellishments in there yeah. little fills are crazy yeah, yeah fantastic playing uh right. cool song like yeah. it like i said kind of kind of a 90s influence vibe but uh well laid out and certainly radio worthy yeah i i really i really enjoyed it the the vocals and like you say and, and the drumming and the music itself reminded me of a mixture of, of different bands um a little mellower uh Danny Elfman, we were talking about that, the, the vocal yeah. stylings of mm. Danny Elfman, mm. you know, and uh, a little King's X thrown in there um, just because of the the type of riffs and everything. But and how cool is that? You're a music teacher and you're, you're getting together with other music teachers in the areas and you're out going out playing live and stuff, too. Yeah. So you get paid not? to teach it. And That's now, right. Yeah, you're getting to Show go play the lads. Be Show a working musician. Yep. That's it. What was your thoughts, Jerry? I like, like you said, you can tell they're teachers. It's all mm -hmm. very professional. Yes. Uh, they probably tried earlier on in life and just went down another road and then got all in cahoots later and said, hey, you know, I got to play. Bills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like it. Well done, Frank. Yeah. All right. Like I say, they're, they're available at, at their website on Bandcamp. Um, I'll put the link in uh, at the bottom of this show as well. And, so. and then the name of the band, Force Us to Stop. Force Us to Stop. There you go. I love like it. That. I love it. <laughs> All right. Last week was my classic pick. And uh, I, I went with a band that we hadn't had before. We hadn't really talked about much. And, um, but I, I thought, yeah, let's give this a try. See what you guys think. And I'm with the doors with LA woman. Now going through that, uh, it was Jim Morrison's final actual final album with the band he had passed away not long after that and uh it's kind of a bluesy based album so the, I, the lead off track where, where did i have it lead off track the changeling the changeling yeah uh, very I love inspired yeah i was like oh wow this is uh not the doors i know well, see, a lot of us, we think when we think of the doors, you have a lot, a lot of the psychedelic stuff, uh, you know, the, the drug induced music and the rantings of Jim Morrison and the poetry and everything else. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know that I felt there was a whole lot of inspiration in this album from him at that point. I don't know if he was too, uh, if it was the drugs that out. actually kicked in, Yeah, you know? And, and like Jerry said, the band continued on. They did, they did release one more album, I believe after LA Woman. Two. Two. No, no. Well, I believe one more with his vocals. 
And oh, then, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and I could be mistaken, but I know that, yeah, like you said, they released two more without his vocals completely. Uh, yeah, which it's kind of wacky. Yeah. Uh, so. Which I found out those albums are, are getting or just got a re-release. Like on vinyl, really? yeah, vinyl and CD and with all the original packaging and everything else. There you go. Got, got, got kind of sucked down a little rabbit hole there when I was looking up Ellie <laughs> <Alley> one. <laughs> because I looked up who, who sang for the doors after, after Jim yeah, Morrison. Yeah, yeah, and right. it, was, it was Robbie Krieger and Ray Manzarek. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that being said on American uh, or LA woman and my favorite song, on that album, you got the Jerry Tron going there, Jerry. Did you fire it up? I got the Jerry Tron ready. I just wrote it down because I was so excited about the mail. I know call. I'm going to be disappointed. I know I'm, I'm going to be. I'm glad I can update. I'm glad I can update the Jerry Tron instantly. Me too. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah. You might be, but you already mentioned the song, and it was the Changeling. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I don't. I don't feel so bad because um, that's not the song I thought. Mm-hmm. Nor is it the Neither song I did picked, it. but I went. Well. Had you had you said the one I originally thought, I would have been pretty upset. <laughs> well, what song did you pick? Did you figure I would pick, Jim? Well, okay. So, story story was, I thought it was gonna be uh, one of those more bluesy, traditional bluesy, yeah. right? Been down so long. Yeah, I but, thought it was um, up. Yeah. And I thought, no, because every time I think I've got it, he like throws me a curveball. So I That's went with, all he's uh, ever done for Crawling King Snake. There you go. Okay. That was the most bizarre song. I it think is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, when you really listen to it, they're all pretty bizarre because it's just, it's the doors. Yeah. The lyrics are a little yeah. trippy. Yeah. But... All right, Jerry, what did you pick for me? Uh, Jaime, I almost picked that for Frank. Uh, I, I, I went through this three times, you know, when I get in my, uh, psychiatrist mode and I'm on the couch <laughs> and what kept coming up for Frank, uh, Jim and Frank is Hyacinth house. house. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it kept coming back. Frank. Yes. Guys. I do love really, that song. It that, really did. That yeah. actually would have been my second pick. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Uh, no, I enjoy that song a lot. That's funny. I, that, I, that, it, it kept coming up, Frank. I, yeah. Probably was a, a close second. Jerry, what was your favorite song on that album? Oh, uh, for you. Riders on the Storm all the time. Really? All Riders the time. on the Storm? Yeah. How did I know that? Because well, I mentioned because, it last Because show. we announced it last episode. <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> But he's going to go but, back and re-listen. Yeah. No, no, right. no. In, in, in fact, guys, on, on, it just, it's, <laughs> it's true. That's yeah. it. It's just so true. And there's, yeah. you know, on the re-listen, uh, the change lane, you know, I love that line. I've been mm-hmm. down so long. Something looks up to me. Yep. Whatever. It looks up to me. But <laughs> yeah, writers on the, any, any time, day or night, you throw that on, that intro yeah. with the keyboard. Oh, oh! It takes me there, but yeah, I'm, I know I blew it last show and said it, but good pick, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Jim, what about you? This probably will not come as a shock to anybody. No, come on, we know. <laughs> Love her madly, <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Keep, yeah, Frank. Hold, hold that up again. Okay. 
There you go. Yeah. Yep. yep. But oh, you know why, what? Ra- why did you say that though? I went with two reasons. One's a shorter song, but two, it's radio <laughs> right? friendly. Exactly. It's a radio friendly exactly. song. Exactly. It, it's just good sixties pop. Yeah. And and so and unlike anything else on the record. Yes. And yeah. and like I said, Hyacinth House would have been maybe a it kept, Jim, to me, it kept coming up, Frank. I went through it. I, I was going <laughs> to, you know, and it's just got to go. No, that's him. That's that's those words. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Trippy lyrics. But I thought it was a was a cool little song. And again, uh, just a tick over three minutes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do that. We know that. I, I will say this. I, I do like Writers on the Storm. It's not a song yes. that like if it comes on. I'll, I, I'll, I love it. I, I, I love it. I, I guys, I know it's just. I don't know. It just takes you somewhere. Me. It just. You know, it's funny. If you're a Doors fan, they can do no wrong. You know, oh, I, they I've can got, do a lot of wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I I've got I'm some not. friends who just swear by everything, yeah. and I, I I I don't get it. I have to be in the mood for the Doors. I do too. Yeah, have to be too. in the mood. I do too. Hold off. But listening to this record, uh-huh. to me, it's easy to see why they play Lover Madly, yeah, L.A. Woman, <laughs> yeah. And Riders on the Storm. Yeah. No, they're the radio like La- radio songs for sure. I like I like the La America. La, La America. I like that. Yeah. But those are uh, those, those are long, long, yeah. Yeah. Long the King jam Snake songs. One was good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So all right, Jerry, hold on to your classic pick. You say it's a doozy, but hold on. Uh yeah. Well, if oh, I no, may, no. Frank, just real quick. Uh-huh. Uh what Jim just said, or you have to be in the mood for it. Okay. You have to be now, in the mood for it. Yep. Here I'm just I'm going about yep. what you text us. Oh my God. You guys are going to love my pick. So don't well, let us down. I was being totally now. sarcastic. I was being totally sarcastic. You're oh. going to hate it. <laughs> Funny. It didn't come through that way. So. Oh. <laughs> or it's more journey. Yeah. More no. journey. <laughs> no, 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 guys. No, no. This, I went deep. I've been getting into this album. Like I said, whoever just said it moments ago. I got to get in the mood for it. Right. Other other albums by this artist, I can just throw on. And I'm groovy. This, I have to get there. All Same right. with Doors. I have to, I have to, but that's what I love about this show and rock and roll folks on Conspiracy Land. It's just this, this right. takes you, takes you places. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Takes I'm just going to, we're going to take it away, Jim, on your pick, but we'll get to the elder in a minute. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my pick this week is the Babblers, and uh, how apropos. <laughs> I know <laughs> this is this is Finnish guitar pop, uh, which I didn't even know Finnish guitar pop was a thing. What? I guess these guys have been doing it since like the the late seventies or something. But this was sort of a I, I guess they're sort of second coming in the nineties, this song. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to read this right out of the bio because it's, it's just kind of funny to me. Uh, it's a glimpse back into the 1990s power pop revival and easily stands with the best music of that age as its success in Japan attests. You are the one for me was one of several songs by the babblers tapped for use in mainstream TV commercials. A spot for the nation's largest life insurance company featuring the track was broadcast during the heavily viewed Tokyo Marathon. The exposure coupled with the song's cross-cultural appeal is a powerful pop hit par excellence. 
as perfectly performed an irresistible catch, catchy pop song with rock attitude resulted in heavy rotation on airwaves. It was a top 10 hit on biggest non-payola radio station in Japan, Zip Hot 100, even beating out Madonna's just-released Ray of Light. <laughs> it would go on to feature on many popular compilations in Japan alongside tracks from major international artists. So they're big in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even There's know Finnish. I didn't even know Finnish guitar that, pop was a That's a song title big thing. in Japan, ain't it? No. No, I mean but like during the 90s we got we got Britpop, right? And all mm-hmm. that British guitar pop, Oasis and kind of all those bands. How did we miss out on the on the Finnish guitar pop and the Finnish well, guitar pop supergroup, the Babblers? Where, where was all that death metal coming from? Was that Finland? Thank you, Frank. I was going to say that. They were too busy uh, burning the, churches and stuff or something. That's why maybe you, is that Finland or is that Iceland? I don't know. I, what, I, I was going to say all well, that death stuff was. Yeah. Could, yeah. I ignore that stuff mostly. Yeah. That sounds oh. terrible, but it's true. Yep. Um, yeah. Anyway, the song is called You Are the One. And, uh, and, uh, and early 90s and stuff, I really started getting in, or late 80s maybe, started really getting into the whole power pop thing. And, uh, <laughs> How, how these guys kind of didn't make it onto some compilation here. I don't know. Or if it did, I missed it. But right. um, so this is getting a re-release on, on Big Stir Records. Uh, May 6th is the, is the release date. And I think uh, if you love Power Pop, when you hear this, you're going to you're going to want to run over there and order a copy. So let's drop the needle in the groove there, Frank. All right.
All right. There is the Babblers with uh, You Are the One for Me, a very syrupy, sweet pop Delicious. song. Yeah, very good. I'm listening oh, to it. And yeah. on, in this earbud, I hear jangly guitars over here. In this this earbud over here, I got some crunchy guitar chords going on. And I got, I got this vocals in the middle of, like we were talking about, John Lennon-esque. Yeah. Jim even said Robin Zander-ish. Just, yes. Great pop song, and it does beg the question: Where have they been, um, and why? Why? Well, of course, but why have we not heard of them? We, we don't know. Yeah, I, I wonder agree. if they were big in Finland because yeah, they may have been exiled. Maybe maybe I, all the death metal guys they, pushed them out. They put them on a they put them on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Good sorry to- I missed out on them. Uh, you know, a couple decades ago, but yeah, uh, I'm looking that one up, guys. That's uh, yeah. What'd you think, Jerry? Besides liking it, I well, I liked it, and huh? I, I can I can put that on Sundays uh, when I'm listening to Breakfast with the Beatles. I can you know fits right in, doesn't it? Splice it in, yeah. Play a couple tunes, and then go back to Chris Carter, and go back to the Babblers. I, I well done, Jaime. Well, great, great, fine. I, I've never. That's great. Well, yeah, I'd big, be interested. Big stirs like swinging and hitting lately. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I know our mailbox is full with all the releases. They are Man. always Man. Got, got a lot of good stuff. I, I'd be interesting to find out if you did a little research on them, if they ever did any Beatles covers. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? That yeah. Might. I'm going to, I'm going to look up more, more about them because, uh, yeah. Yeah. cause I'm, re- I'm really intrigued. Yep. It, it said the nineties were like their second coming that they were kind of hmm. already doing it in the seventies. Sounds right. like so. Could be. That's that sounds that's fresh though. Back. <laughs> yeah, but we were there. So this is a this is a remastered version of, uh, of the song, and, and it sounds very current. Great song. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving forward, Jerry, you have the next pick of a classic album that's yes. going to knock our socks off, according to what you say. Uh, uh, yes. Um, again, JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. It's a rock band. It's a rock album. We all know them as rockers. But it's one of those uh, little, uh, you know, you're going up the hill in a vehicle and people are behind you and you got to do the pull-off. It's the pull-off. Oh, Van Halen 3. Van Halen, Van Halen three. 3, guys. Yes. I actually like that album. Well, hey, I'm hey. the one. I, oh, yep. I love it. I, yeah. have been, I have been ODing on it for the last week straight, guys. And I love it. I love every song except for the last one that Eddie sings. That's the only. I like it because it's oh, Eddie singing. That's why I don't like it. He can't sing. Oh, Stick well, to the guitars. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I concur. But yeah. the, to me, the mix where he, you know, yeah. last song, folks, he sings low and uh, Gary Sharon. Oh, and it's Van Halen 3, by the way, I found out legally. It's Van Halen 3 because that's our third singer. Third singer. Correct. I'm yeah. guessing. That's pretty yeah. much what it was. Gary Sharon, no slouch. Nope. But uh, yeah, how many say I, I like because, you know, it's just, it's vocals. It's two vocals. And of course, Eddie's not a lead singer, but what's funny before David joined the band, Eddie was the singer way back. So anyway, Van Halen three. Yeah. I, I will say this. Um, it's interesting to know Gary Sharon didn't fit in, didn't mesh because he was so much younger than Van Halen. And I never thought that 
you know, because he, you think about it, he was oh, a he been about guy. 10 years younger than those guys. Yeah. And there was a yeah. clash in almost everything from and, the way they write, the way they, yeah. Yeah. I actually thought the songs are awesome. And I, and I already know my favorite song on there. So. I love it, Frank. Yeah. I love that, Frank, because a lot of people, and the thing about um, folks on Conspiracy Land, if you want to check them out, Van Halen toured uh, Australia supporting this album so yeah. look yeah. that up on youtube some great if concert you footage. if you want to see a different yeah if you want to see a different van halen dynamic yeah. but i'm glad you like it frank that mm-hmm. that kills me i'm, I'm happy I, I love it yeah. yeah i'm glad i'm glad you brought that album up because uh it's it's controversial and uh controversial i didn't know that oh yeah, yeah. it's it's polarizing yeah and i don't think it's just because of eddie sharon i think it's because of the very brown sound that that eddie brought you know, he took and the his, thing is, yeah. no, he, he took his sound and, and tweaked it even more. And it was not the classic Van Halen sound that, that people knew and loved. We're used to. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my thing is, guys, remember back in the early days of Van Halen. I don't know about you two, but my thing is I can't wait for a new album so I can hear what Eddie plays. Hmm. It, it had nothing to do with I can't believe what it, if Dave's going to sing. It was always, I can't wait for a new album to hear what Eddie plays. Yeah. And, and on this, he does an eruption slash Spanish fly on sitar. Yeah. Not literally, but it's that solo. It's on sitar right. or sitarish sounding guitar, I should say. But I'm glad, Frank, that makes yeah. me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's mind blowing, Frank, that you like that album. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, but see, you know, again, we, like I mentioned earlier, I like the elder. A, a lot of Kiss fans hate the elder. I love um, the elder. Yeah, got to got to be in the mood. Yep. Yeah, but that's I, I like the I like I the slightly to the one side or the other song the albums and songs. So I love it. I love it, guys. Awesome. I remember. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know if I brought this up before. Like people, people have a hard time when artists grow or change, do something different. Mm-hmm the fan base just can't deal with it sometimes. And, um, you know, I, I can understand bands not wanting to just keep putting out the same record. I mean, there's, there's people who do it, right. The Ramones Some made a career do. out of it. ACDC's made oh, yeah. a career out of it. Yep. Yep. You can argue Joan Jett's made a career out of it. Right. Yep. You know what you're going to get when you grab one of those records, right? right. It's not, it's not going to be vastly different. And um, I remember uh, reading an interview with uh, Kurt Hammett. And he was saying, you know, I, I don't know what Metallica is going to be in 10 years. Right. We could be a reggae band. Right. They caught, they caught he's like, for- because we would, you know, I, I hope we're not kind of like, I hope we're not still doing the same thing right. 10 years from now. Right. He goes, I don't know how the band's going to evolve, but I could just see you're, you're going to have a group of Metallica fans who just cannot get their head around that. No. And then you're going to have the diehards who will. It doesn't race anything. Do. Go wherever they go. Yeah. Right. They're my yeah. favorite band. That's but it. don't cut your hair. They got more flag for that than anything else. I remember that. I remember the 90s. They cut their hair. And and wasn't it on People magazine? Metal. Like a big cover, I don't know. Like Metallica cuts their hair. Or the metal heads. There's, there's a really uh there's a really cool meme of uh of uh James Hatfield standing on the corner somewhere shopping, and he, he's wearing like a pair of shorts and a pair of vans. And like a, a t-shirt or something, and he's got like a shopping bag in his hand. It says, it, but there's some pictures of like some dudes in leather jackets and all this and says, These these are Metallica fans of Metallica concert. And this is 
and here's Metallica's guitarist right, right? Yeah. <laughs> away from the stage. <laughs> right. right? Yep. Just, yeah. like, I mean, they don't, they were never a big leather band anyway. Right. Yeah, Maybe when they barely started. No, just long yeah. hair. Yeah. That's great. Hey guys, real quick, uh, before we close this thing out, I want to make a, a little small little public announcement. Uh, if you've listened to our show, you know, I'm a fan of the McCrackens. McCrackens are a, a yes. Canadian punk band and their bass player over here, Phil McCracken, uh, recently suffered a stroke and oh. is in, uh, he's in dire need of uh, recovery funds and whatnot. Musicians don't have a whole lot of insurance. And I guess up in Canada, everything is priority based. And uh, I don't know if he's down here in America or if he actually lives in Canada, but I, I noticed on their Facebook site, they were doing some uh, raffles and different things to try to get some money for Phil, try to help him with his medical bills. So if, if you think you like the McCrackens and want to check them out, please do buy their CDs, check them out on Facebook, look at their raffles. Maybe you can help the guy out a little bit. So yeah, yeah. that's all I got. Jerry, what do you God have before you. we sign off? Uh, pretty much, uh, uh, after that, Frank, uh, not much. Uh, just keep rocking, folks. We love you very much. Uh, help out McCracken, the McCrackens. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the music's out there. You heard tonight, it's out there on Bandcamp and all other stuff, Spotify, et cetera, YouTube. So watch the bands. You know, we got Forces to Stop, the Bar Babblers, uh, Race the Rat. So just keep rocking, folks, out in Conspiracy Man. Keep rocking, folks. We love you very much. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Jim. Well, you, you know what I'm going to say. Smash yep. the like button. Subscribe. If you made it this far, subscribe. Ring the notification bell. I, I figured yeah. out what I've been doing wrong, though. What's that? Is that it's about time. I know. It's about time. So I, I when I watch other people's podcasts and things like that and uh, other people's YouTube channels, they say like and subscribe up front. In the beginning, before everybody fades out. Right. Yeah. I, so when I say this, nobody's made it this far in. <laughs> well, they're they're comatose by this point, right? Yeah. Come, on, guys. Come, on. This point. So, <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. So like, smash the like button, subscribe, ring the notification bell, leave a comment, <laughs> tell us what you think of Finnish guitar pop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the babblers. Yeah. Hey, I want to piggyback on that for just a second, Jim. I was looking at our analytics for our podcast because we actually. Uh, for some reason, gained a subscriber this last week, and um, we're up to 150 subscribers, and we love it, each Ooh, and every magic one. Of you. 150 Ooh. mark. Yeah. Ooh. Now, our podcast in the last 28 days was 58.9 percent of the people who listened to it or watched it were subscribers. 41.1 were non-subscribers, and you're either you don't want to log in. Cause you can watch the podcast on YouTube without logging in. Right? Ah, you one. can't make a comment. You can't, can't right. like, can't dislike you, yeah. unless you log in. Yep. So we have 41.1% of lazy people that are listening to our podcast. <laughs> and I'm asking you just do a little bit of this log in, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, say we stink. I don't care, but I, I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 41.1% lazy. Oh, you're that guy, huh? <laughs> okay. No, I mean, just me myself. I'm right. I'm I'm fifteen fifty nine percent okay and forty one percent lazy. <laughs> trying, so to get it. On, trying to I do get math it. on a show. Yeah, so either either it. that forty one percent is like getting into us, like going, why would I subscribe to this? Right. Or or like you said, they 
we've lulled them to sleep so they don't get to that point it could be no no the so, fact that they're listening is is enough for me so here's what we're going to do uh, episode 88 up front jim's going to have to make the announcement to sub- subscribe and push the like button and then you're going to come that. up with something yeah. else at the end oh uh okay. Yeah, because I got my ending thing. Frank has his ending thing. Okay, Jim, so yeah, my my to, uh, uh, my fifty nine percent come up with something then. You have to there double you up. Go. <laughs> double up. Yep. All right. Take us on home, Jim. <laughs> Shop is closed. Yeah. Well, hey, Jim, we're going to let you go. I know you uh, you got to get to work this evening and stuff. Don't work well, too hard. Be safe. Before it goes, a lot of people don't know that innuendo is actually Italian preparation H. Son of a gun. Uh, right. Innuendo. I have heard okay. that. Actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for the reminder. Sorry. <laughs> Enjoy your work. Enjoy your work Enjoy your work Enjoy your work and a miss. All right. <laughs> and All right. See week. you guys later. Love you. Have a good night.